Welcome back to the Force from Sports Podcast. Today we got a really good show for you as we are drafting in our personal fantasy league with some friends. Johnny, Colton, and I are in the studio, also known as Skype. Spencer's not with us this week. Uh, prayers up to Spence. But nevertheless, we got a good show today. We're going to go through our top five uh, fantasy ranks at each position, starting with quarterbacks. And then we're going to give you a sleepers, uh, our personal sleepers. So Johnny will give his sleepers, and then Coleman and I at each position to hopefully give you a little upside when you're throwing darts in the sixth and seventh round. And then uh, from there, we'll talk a little bit a little about um, what's going on in the actual draft that we'll be drafting in a few minutes. we got like 30, 30 minutes until we go. Uh, but it's going to be an exciting show. I hope you guys are uh, excited because we are as well. Fantasy time is the best time. Colton, let's hear your number one quarterback in the 2021-2022 fantasy football draft. Yeah. Uh, thanks for, wow, the intro. For yeah, what an intro. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. I was working on props. But, um, you know, last year I was on the Josh Allen train. And that train was a little bit of a bumpy one, uh, a little bit of a risky one, because, you know, I pretty much didn't pick a quarterback until I had selected all my team. So you would think I would pick Josh Allen as my number one. I can't do that because Patrick Mahomes still exists. He is a Super Bowl champion. He's an MVP. He is a monster when it comes to his arm. And he's got the legs to compete with the Josh Allens and the Lamar Jacksons of the fantasy world. So I have to put Mahomes at one, and I, I, I hope that's not too much of a debatable topic at this point. Yeah, I also have Mahomes at number one, uh, although at times I don't think that it would be smart to just pick him because he's usually like third round people, someone's going to take him just because of how good he is. Um, I feel like you could stack yourself in running back and wide receiver and then get a pretty good quarterback at that time. But like Colton said, Mahomes is definitely uh, number one for me. Yeah, it's hard to go against it. Um, like, I'm just to piggyback off Johnny. Um, if this is your first fantasy draft or maybe you're looking to, to draft before the season starts, quarterbacks hold their value very well. So as people are starting to jump on quarterbacks, you can grab the – say the 10th best quarterback, so like a Ryan Tannehill or Tom Brady. Those are guys that are going uh, 10th or 11th in this year's draft uh, as far as ESPN rankings and my personal draft guide. Uh, so you can get those guys later in the round, but uh, we'll get there eventually and talk about some of those guys that you can wait on. But, yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes is just too good to go away from. Uh, like Johnny said, somebody's going to jump up in the third round and probably grab them. Um, but, I think it's it's a, a lot closer quarterback race than it was in the past. But uh, Patrick Mahomes with his weapons, hopefully staying healthy this year. Um, I think if we see a rise from McCole Harmon taking that number, um, you know, number three role, then I think we'll be uh, seeing Patrick Mahomes with a lot more yards and a lot more touchdowns with some speedsters on the outside like Tyreek Hill and McCole Harmon. So I got Pat Mahomes as well. Uh, number two. I'm going to jump on that Josh Allen train. Uh, I think he's too far. I mean, this this last year he proved himself becoming one of the worst um, as far as accuracy 
in his first couple years, uh, totally changing around this last year. It was super accurate. He's got a really strong arm, um, and he's got some good receivers as well. So uh, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley's good for 50 to 75 yards each game. Um, so I think Josh Allen, uh, he's got some wheels as well. He's got a good quarterback mind. So I'm going to have to say Josh Allen for number two. Yeah, I also uh, will say Josh Allen. I feel like there's a tier um, of three or four good quarterbacks, and uh, Josh Allen, yeah, he's number two. Um, I feel like the Bills are – they were super good last year, and I feel like they're even going to be scarier this year. Um, Stephon Diggs and uh, Josh Allen are a very good duo. Um, That backfield of – I believe it's Singletary and Zach Moss. Uh, they're both carrying it. But, um, yeah, with that and Dawson Knox, I feel like uh, he has a lot of good targets. And, um, by the way, Dawson Knox, uh, I would not pick him uh, unless you really uh, got screwed over with tight ends. He's just one of those guys that maybe has one or two catches, maybe a touchdown a game, but uh, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame y'all for going with the Josh Allen train. Um, again, it's a great train to be on. I'm actually jumping off it this year, though. And I'm going to say something that probably won't make Spencer very happy. Um, but I've got Lamar Jackson as number two on my board. Um, the dude's being slept on this year in fantasy football. Um, this is a guy who was being picked literally either right before or right after Patrick Mahomes. And fantasy football is the biggest overreacting uh, fantasy sport, more than baseball or basketball. Uh, people just don't stick with you after one bad year. I think this is the season where Lamar Jackson could possibly take the number one spot, but I have him at my number two. Yeah, I'm going to uh, agree with you, Colton. I think Lamar Jackson at number three, um, but not at two. So, But I got Lamar Jackson at number three. Um, I think as far as picking Josh Allen over Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson brings a good rushing aspect, but I don't think he has the, the wide receiver weapons that Josh Allen is looking at as well. You got Hollywood Brown as your number one. Um, you bring in, uh, what's his name from the Chiefs this year? Somebody help me. Uh, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins, Mr. Inconsistent. Uh, that's not his actual nickname. I just came up with it. But, yeah, the man was hurt pretty much the last two years in Kansas City. Uh, but he's a really big target for the red zone, so that's good for Lamar Jackson. But I think Josh Allen has more weapons and can do more uh, in the pocket while Lamar Jackson has that fantasy upside, uh, especially in PPRs, um, for um, the run, the rushing yards, and uh, throwing it off to J.K. Dobbins in the backfield as well. So I got Lamar Jackson at number three, even though I don't like him as a quarterback. He's a very, very good fantasy quarterback. Yeah, you bring up some good points, Jake. Um, you guys both uh, are pretty high on Lamar Jackson, which uh, he is in my top five. You'll see where he is uh, later. But um, right now at number three, I got to go with Tyler Murray. Um, he's a guy that I feel like has a good arm can run pretty well. 
um, and has proven that he's actually a solid uh, QB. He has uh, Hopkins, who's arguably the number one uh, wide receiver, um, and also now just got uh, A.J. Green, which I'm not too high on A.J. Green, but I know Spence uh, is really big on him because uh, A.J. Green was number one with the Bengals for a while. Um, but those are two good weapons, and, uh, yeah, I got to go with, uh, um, you know, Tyler Murray is my number three. Yeah, Murray is also my number three. I'm letting Allen slip a little bit on, on my board, not because he lacks talent, but he's due for regression. Murray is still on a more upward trajectory path. Think about Allen's progression from year two to year three. And that's what I see with Kyler Murray. Um, and I think it's pretty much Mahomes and Jackson in that tier one again. And then I think, you know, the tier one B perhaps starts with Murray, um, goes to Allen for me. And then down to Dak. But again, we can get into that a little bit later. That's just my opinion on that. Yeah, and, you know, um, since we've been talking about uh, Lamar Jackson, I'm going to put Lamar Jackson at number four. Um, I just don't think he's that great of a quarterback in general, but he is a great fantasy QB, which I think is why a lot of people uh, um, highly rank him. So, um, yeah, I think Lamar Jackson is number four. Um, I don't think he's as good as Kyler or uh, Josh Allen, but he's in the top five. Yeah, same thing um, for me at number four as uh, Johnny's number three. I think rushing aspect of Kyler Murray, as well as the weapons he has, puts me at uh, number four for him. Uh, I think he needs to get better at not turning the ball over, especially in the red zone uh, and under pressure moments. Like, most young QBs do. Uh, I gotta remember, this guy's only been in the league three or four years now. Um, but he's finally getting some consistency with, uh, Cliff there in, uh, Arizona. So, I like our Kyler Murray. I actually had him as a keeper this morning, uh, and I changed it up, but just because, like I said, QBs hold their value and I can get a better pick, you know, 10 quarterbacks down. So, or the same pick. So, but I like Kyler, Kyler Murray at, uh, number four. Let's just uh, speed it up a little bit on the quarterbacks. Um, I'm just going to say my number five. Uh, that's I think Dak Prescott is a great uh, uh, QB. Um, he just came off of an injury. I don't know if he's going to be um, 100% healthy, but if he's uh, 100% healthy, he's uh, a guy that uh, is definitely a top five QB. Yeah, again, like I said before, um, I think Allen and Dak are kind of at the lower end of that 1B, which is definitely going to be a lot different than a lot of other people say. I'm more of a risky drafter, so I don't mind putting Allen a little bit lower since people will be buying him higher. Um, That's kind of how I see it. So we can go ahead and move on to our running back rankings. Um, As you know, in a keeper league like ours, um, we've got – you know, two two running backs possibly getting keep, kept per team. 
or a running back and a wide receiver being kept. Uh, am I lagging right now? Just want to check. Yeah, you're a little bit laggy. It's okay, though. Okay. I'm going to have to switch Wi-Fi. You're good. Uh, go ahead yeah, and do that. I, mean, I, I think running back. If you want. Yeah, sure. Sick. You got to get ready for the draft. got to have a good connection for the draft. All right. So, uh, yeah, like Colton said, uh, moving on to running backs. Uh, my number one, I think everybody's number one, uh, no matter what league you're in. It's going to be the man, CMC, Christian McCaffrey. He's coming off an injury this year, probably going to be given the um, uh, comeback player of the year, if I had to guess. But he's just got – I mean, he's great at catching the ball uh, in the flats. He's a powerful runner. I think, um, you know, with Sam Darnold there, they're going to have a little bit more luck running because the passing game is going to open up a lot more compared to last year. Um, so Christian McCaffrey's just a great overall pick. He's a strong guy, very durable, uh, knock on wood because he got injured last year a couple times. But I got CMC at number one. Johnny, he's the same, right? You know, um, the easy pick would say Christian McCaffrey, but if you're afraid of somebody that might get um, – uh, injured, you could possibly just go take Dalvin Cook. I think those are one and two. Um, McCaffrey is way better if he stays healthy, but um, Dalvin Cook uh, has proven that, knock on wood, he hasn't gotten injured uh, significantly. Um, so um, I would put probably McCaffrey one, Dalvin Cook two, just to um, make it safe, but if you're afraid of someone getting injured. Take Cook. Funny thing is, I remember. Do I sound, first of all, do I sound better? Yeah, levels. Okay, cool. Um, I remember a time back in pre-pandemic days when Dalvin Cook was the injury-prone one, and CMC, like Jake was saying, was the durable one. I, I think right. CMC is a more. I, I think CMC is a more durable player. I don't care that he was out this past season and he's had some injury history. I think he's more durable than Dalvin. I think he's a better catcher than Dalvin. I think he runs better than Dalvin. And I love Dalvin. I mean, that's my man. I, I love him. I had him in another league. But, you know, i got to stick with CMC. That's my keeper for this year. He's my number one. Yeah, just a uh, hit on that. So Dalvin Cook's my number two. Um, but um, he has not had a season where he hasn't met the game. So he's kind of like – I guess you could say he is a pretty healthy guy because, like, last year he only missed one game. Uh, the year before, he missed two games, went out that third game. So I guess he missed like two and a half games. Uh, and you go back to the ACL pair in 2017. So I feel like he's been pretty consistent the last few years, only missing a few games, uh, especially for a guy that really doesn't have any uh, backfield help. So I, I definitely have um, Dalvin Cook as kind of that number two guy. I don't think you can go wrong with him. Number three for me would uh... – be Derrick Henry. Now, this is probably the guy who, if you're not in a PPR league, could potentially go number one just because uh, he gets so many more yards than the rest of the guys. But my man, Derrick Henry, uh, would be number three. Uh, last year, he got 2,000 yards. I don't think he could get that much. Uh, he might get 1,500 or 1,600. Uh, but he is... Uh, a guy who does score a lot of touchdowns, too. He had 17 touchdowns last year, so 
he's going to be my number three. Yeah, I, I love Derrick Henry. You know, we're both Titans fans, shoot. So, I mean, Henry's the best running back in the league, in my opinion. Um, of course, CMC's the best in fantasy, and Cook would also be my second. Um, but at number three, I, I think I'm taking Kamara this year, and last year I was not high on Kamara. Um, Kamara was someone who scared me. He was in the backfield with Mark Ingram. No, excuse me, he wasn't in the backfield with Mark Ingram. That was year four. He was Mark Ingram was in Baltimore. But, it was with uh, uh, Murray, Latavius that's right. Murray. Latavius Murray. And he, I believe he's still with Latavius Murray, am I correct? It is, yeah. I think now that they have a little bit more of a system going, um, Breeze is gone, that's going to hurt Kamara and his value. But Kamara's super talented. He's got arguably uh, better hands than CMC, some might, some might say. I wouldn't say that. But I'd say he has the second best hands. And when it comes to total yards and in a full PPR league, you're looking for guys who can get a bunch of catches. Um, Winston is not necessarily a checkdown guy. Taysom Hill, I would say, is more prone to the checkdowns. But Kamara isn't just a checkdown running back either. He's running routes. He's running slants. Um, he's a valuable guy, and I'd take him at number three over guys like Henry, over Ezekiel Elliott and others. Wow, don't let uh, Jake hear that. Yeah, uh, I'm way down on Kamara this year, um, just because I'm not sure who their who's their starter is gonna be. Um, but Taysom Hill is like Lamar Jackson. He's gonna take. He's a lot stronger though, so he's gonna take a lot of those goal line. Uh, they're gonna come up with some. Sean Payton's gonna come up with some weird plays where. Uh, Taysom Hill's going to take him to the end zone. I mean, we saw last year Alvin Kamara saw a huge drop in rushing touchdowns because of the goal line uh, plays of Taysom Hill. Um, I mean, I think he still really got really good upside, but I put him at number four, and I got Henry at number three. Um, but I think, again, I think Kamara's a really good pick still. Uh, you're just going to lose a lot of what he did before. Um, you know, Drew, B, Drew Brees was not a mobile quarterback, so jumping it off to... Um, Kamara was his first option, whereas a Taysom Hill or James Winston, whoever they give the job to, is going to be scramble first, I think, before they dump off, uh, just because they're not huge IQ quarterbacks, I would say. Uh, they're kind of like doomy. I mean, James Winston's famous for his 30 for 30. Uh, not his ESPN 30 for 30, like I said, but uh, his 30 touchdown, 30 interception year where he threw 5,000 yards in Tampa Bay before Tom Brady kicked him out. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see, uh, how Alvin does, but yeah, I think, I think he dropped him a couple spots. Um, and I might even put Aaron Jones over him. So that's my number five guy. Mm. Well, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, if you have Jameis the quarterback and he is throwing a whole bunch of passes, that could be good for Kamara for sure for 10 catches, perhaps, uh, a game. So I think. What Jake is saying, Jake, Jake definitely brings up a great point that upside is there. And I guess I'm, I guess I'm weighing his upside more than maybe what could be realistic. But again, I, I'm a little bit more of a riskier drafter. Uh, so if you're looking for the safe advice, definitely go with the other two. I am going to go with, uh, Kamara number four. Uh, he's my Tennessee volunteer boy. Um, always been high on him. 
he was definitely loved by Drew Brees. Um, I feel like if uh, Winston is the QB, that Kamara uh, is definitely a – he's going to definitely do well, I feel like. Uh, I feel like Will, Winston is uh, one of those guys that's going to uh, actually let him do his thing. Um, Taysom Hill is, uh, I believe, not really that great of a QB that that uses him. But the other thing that I would say is that uh, the Saints – don't have Michael Thomas for the first couple weeks, um, and right now they're wide receiver one, I believe. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but might actually be Marquez Callaway. That's right. So I do like uh, Callaway. He's also one of my Tennessee volunteer boy, but uh, um, yeah, I just uh, think Kamara um, is a four. And uh, the draft did start, so uh, just to let you know, on the first two picks, uh, Ezekiel Elliott um, was the first pick. Um, We had done keepers, um, and uh, the team that drafted Ezekiel Elliott had um, Nick Chubb and Calvin Ridley. So now the person's going to have Chubb and Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Stephon Diggs just got drafted, too. that team has Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, and Stephon Diggs. Oh, man. Uh, that first team, that top three is freaking deadly. Um, Zeke is an excellent addition. He was actually going to be in my top five while we are kind of talking about that. But uh, it looks like Mr. Lundgren has picked Najee Harris, being that his dad is a Steelers fan. And there goes Jonathan Taylor. So they're flying off the boards fast, people. And um, we've got some really interesting-looking teams. What are we thinking about Zeke first overall, though? He, uh, Yeah, I think he's definitely the uh, best uh, best running back um, at that time. So I do like that. And uh, um looks like Jake, uh, you just took Justin Jefferson, so we'll ask you about uh, why you did that. But I do like Ezekiel Elliott uh, with that team. Yeah, so I kept uh, Antonio Gibson and uh, Clyde Edwards-Elair, uh, two good running backs with a lot of upside this year. Um, but I had Joe Mixon in front of me and then Justin Jefferson. I really wanted wide receivers. I don't think I really need another running back this early because I already got two. Uh, so super happy with Justin Jefferson. Uh, had a lot of rookie numbers last year. But he actually um, – it was hard to pick because Adam Thielen had 10 touchdowns, and I believe – Justin Jefferson only had, like, five. So hopefully that can kind of change around this year. But Justin Jefferson's got a lot of upside um, as people are just flying off the board right now, uh, like four picks since I started talking. So things are getting interesting. Yeah, so Keenan Allen just went off the board uh, after Jefferson. Um, George Kittle, um, he's the second tight end off the board. The first one was Kelsey and uh, now Kittle. Um, I took Darren Waller. Um, I feel like at that position, um, Darren Waller, Kittle, and uh, Kelsey are probably in the tier of you want to get in the first couple rounds. Um, Once those three guys are gone, honestly, wait until probably five, six uh, to take them. Um, And then it looks like uh, Will, he's a big Bucks guy. He took Mike Evans. I like that pick. Um, And... Joe Mixon dropping to Colton. 
Colton, can you tell us a little bit about why you took Mixon and then you just took Terry uh, McLaurin uh, for going back-to-back? Yeah, so I actually really love Joe Mixon this year. Um, and I know that irks Jake to no end, probably. Uh, this is a guy who's constantly broken, but that's why I wanted him to fall to me. And I think he'll pair up really well with CMC. So I could either have the, the injured list all year or they'll carry me to another – Jake should go back-to-back, and then McLaurin is going to be great with Devontae Adams. I had those two last year. Uh, They were a great combination, and I think McLaurin is going to keep soaring. Uh, I love McLaurin. I love Gibson. I love that football team offense, um, especially in a weak division where the Giants have a good defense and nobody else does. So that's what I was thinking with my mixing. So I have Christian McCaffrey, uh, Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon, and Terry McCoy. And Jonathan is shaking in his boots right now because he thought he was going to get James Robinson, uh, the now number one running back for um, Jacksonville with Travis uh, Etienne out. So Will, uh, the big bucks guy, just picked up James Robinson, which was um, something that just happened in, what, the last eight hours where it's been reported that Travis is out. Uh, probably for the rest of the season. So that was a uh, big loss for Johnny. Johnny, what's going what's going through your brain right now? You thinking they go running back again? I was trying to decide if I wanted to go running back or wide receiver. Um, C.D. Lamb was just he was available. I felt like that was just uh, right there for me to pick. Um, I have a AJ AJ Brown C.D. Lamb uh, duo. Um, so. I kind of like that. Um, can maybe grab a running back later. But it looks like uh, Grant took Julio Jones after hey, I real took quick, him. Real quick, what do you think? Robert Woods or Allen Robinson? Matt Stafford or Andy Dalton slash Justin Fields? I got 30 seconds. I, I think I'm looking Ro- towards Robert Woods. I like uh, Robinson, actually. I think he I like Robinson. I like Robinson. He's a better wide receiver for sure. But Woods, Woods is more reliable. Who are you going to go with? But they have more weapons in L.A., but they lost, uh, what's his face? Cam Akers. Woods get some, Woods get some rushes. I mean, it, it just depends, man. Uh, I had to go Woods. I, I was with him the whole time. I didn't think Robinson was going to fall that deep. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the fact that Julio is going off the board before Allen Robinson, Robert Woods, even Tyler Lockett, those are three guys that are, Adam, I mean, Adam. I love Julio. Yeah. I love Julio, but he's not in a pass heavy offense like he was in Atlanta. Yeah, so uh, after I picked C.D. Lamb, Julio got off the board, and then Josh Jacobs, and then Jake just took Robert Woods. And after that, Allen Robinson just got off the board. Um, David took him. Um, David, uh, if we're looking at his team um, right now, he has Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper. Um, who else? Did he take – oh, he took Jonathan Taylor and Allen Robinson. Yeah, that's, that's a solid team. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is high up on my board as well. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, let me tell you this. Jonathan Taylor, if, if he doesn't finish top five in rushing, it's either because he was hurt or – well, that's the only reason. Because that man is in top five in rushing. He was top three last year and – Players are flying off the board. Um, I missed who just got picked, but I see David Montgomery went. So break that down. Yes, 
J.K. Dobbins and David Montgomery both got just got taken off the board. Um, yeah, to piggyback off of uh, Colton, uh, the Colts, Wentz, we don't know how long he's going to be out. He was at practice, we heard, but we don't know how long he's been going to be out, which is definitely going to help uh, Jonathan Taylor in a way. He could hurt him or help him uh, if he's out, but um, David Montgomery, I like that pick. Um J.K. Dobbins, uh, that's also a safe pick as well. Um, Cooper Cup just got taken. Uh, this team looks kind of good. Um, he has now Calvin Ridley and Cooper Cup as wide receivers and has uh, – um, he has – Nick Chubb and Ezekiel Elliott as running backs. Gosh dang, that uh, team stacked. Yeah, real quick like on uh, Jonathan Taylor um, – Marlon Mack, you got to remember Marlon Mack back this year, uh, going down with injury early last year. And what the heck? Josh Allen goes off the board like two rounds early. There are still, Wow. Miles Sanders is still on the boards right now. Oh, my goodness. Wow. This, this is nuts. But I think what Gabe's strategy is there is now he has quarterback, he has two running backs, and he has two wide receivers. All he needs is a tight end, which is a lower-end position that he can get later. And a flex, and maybe he's thinking that he can get a wide receiver that can fall to him later in the draft. Spencer's looking good. He just took Miles Sanders off the board. Um, yeah, Miles Sanders was one of my favorite picks from last year, and he goes to Spencer's team, which has three running backs, Najee Harris, J.K. Dobbins, and Miles Sanders. They are all big risks, in my opinion. Um, no true running back one there, in my opinion. Um, but could be three running back ones. Don't know. Now we're uh, getting close to uh, Jake's turn. Uh, we don't know who David's going to take, but who are you thinking, Jake, right now? I don't know. I'm stumped. Uh, I thought I was going to go three wide receivers out of the gate because I already had two solid running backs, but I'm not sure what I want to do here. <clears throat> Someone just picked Chris Carson. Gosh dang it. That's who I was looking at. What do you guys think? I, I already have Justin Jefferson. Otherwise, I'd grab Adam Thielen quick. I don't know if I like Chris Godwin. He's got too many passers on that, or too many receivers already on that thing. I think I think I'm leaning towards Brandon Ayuk here. Yeah, that's actually somebody that was just popping up on my mind. Um, DJ Moore might be good, but Robbie Anderson's going to share with him. So uh, don't really know who else in wide receiver in San Francisco. You got Debo yeah. Samuel, and you got uh, obviously George Kittle, but I think Brandon Ayuk got the most upside. Yeah, Ayuk definitely has the most upside. Don't definitely don't forget about Debo Samuel though. He was one of my sleepers coming into this draft, um, but I don't know. That 49ers offense is interesting. It'll be it'll be interesting. And there goes Ayuk to Jake. Yep, happy with it, but not. That wasn't the route I was wanting to go, but I'm happy with the team so far. Lamar Jackson just got taken. Interesting pick. Kareem Hunt. Now it's up to me. Uh, these quarterbacks are going early. Am I the only one that's thinking that? Well, I'm definitely thinking that. This is the third round of drafting, I think. Um, I, you know, this does this pressure more people to go quarterback early? I think so. Usually, usually everybody jumps on the quarterback train when that happens. Yeah. Let's see if there's some pressure mounting here. 
just to let you guys know, I did take uh, DeAndre Swift. Um, I think he uh, is an underrated guy. Um, he doesn't play for a good team, but uh, he does get a lot of passes. Um, and so I'll have him partnered up with Kamara. Um, and it looks like uh, Will ended up taking Russell Wilson. Quarterback train. Hey, real quick, uh, I'm looking at, you know, maybe taking a tight end next. I'm seeing three in a row. Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, and Kyle Pitts. What do you guys think uh, about Kyle Pitts this year? Do you think he's going to be – you think he's going to put up maybe the best rookie tight end season we've ever seen? Yeah, I think he is a solid dude. Um, I feel like uh, TJ Hawkinson, uh, I did have him last year. He was a solid dude. I did have Kittle last year too, so those were a good duo. Um couldn't really go wrong with those two guys. Um, what was the other dude you said? Uh, Mark Andrews and Kyle Pitts. Um, Mark Andrews uh, definitely was the top tight end last year, but uh looks like he just got off the board uh, to Colton. Colton did grab Adam Thielen and Mark Andrews. So, uh, um, Colton, tell us why you took Mark Andrews there. Yeah, wow. I am. Wow. I'm, I'm a huge Mark Andrews fan. Um, and Thielen should not have fell to me. I've gotten lucky with Nixon, Thielen, and McLaurin, luckily. Um, what? Oh, my goodness. Will just took Logan Thomas over TJ Hawkinson and Kyle Pitts. Oh, there goes Kyler Murray, too. Dang, that was a quarterback I was looking at. I was definitely looking at Kyler Murray. But um, I was thinking about um, Thielen because I wanted to have a great flex. I wanted somebody who I knew I could – rely on for week one, even though he's had an injury. And Mark Andrews is my guy. I'm higher on Lamar this year, and it's a lot because of Mark Andrews. The dude might seem like he's a touchdown or a bust guy, but don't be fooled by that. Lamar is not necessarily the biggest deep passer. He loves to hit Mark Andrews on those, like, nine-yard curls in the middle of the field. Um, so guarantee that Mark Andrews can get a good amount of points in the PPR because he'll get five catches a game. Just to let you guys know, I was the one that took Kyler Murray, um, and then after that was Antonio Brown. Um, before we get into the uh, Antonio Brown pick, um, the reason why I took Kyler Murray, just for everyone out there, quarterbacks were coming off the board, um, and I feel like Kyler Murray is uh, one of the top three QBs, and there were other QBs that got taken before him, so I felt like this was the moment to just pick him because he's a very elite quarterback. So that was why I took that. Um, but the la uh, last two picks, uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. and TJ Hawkinson were just taken. Uh, but what do you guys think of Antonio Brown coming this early? I mean, I don't think he's better than Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin's still available. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll say real quick. Uh, I believe Antonio Brown uh, got the most targets uh, after week 12. So I think maybe they're just wanting to go kind of off that. But, yeah, I think Chris Godwin, there's just too many weapons on that. But that was definitely a stretch for um, Antonio Brown. There's a lot of better receivers on the board. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Real quick, can we just talk about Spencer taking Deontay Johnson? <laughs> Even though we just, like, start laughing, Mr. Drops a lot. <laughs> Isn't Spencer's dad a Steelers fan? Yeah, he is. Yeah, and his dad's helping him with the draft. Did Spencer also take? Did Spencer Whoa. take Harris? Did Spencer take Harris or yeah, did he Justin, take, Justin Herbert just went off the board too, guys? Wow, 
You know, I was trying to trade uh, Justin Herbert to uh, Connor for a draft pick, and uh, he said no. But I guess he's super high, but he didn't want to trade a draft pick for it. Kyle Pitts just got taken. Finally. That was a good pick. Good pick. Gabe. Gabe's got another pick here. Also, I just want to let all the uh, listeners out there know that each of us, there's 10 of us in this league, each of us uh, are putting $5 in. Um, Spencer has not said if he's going to put in the $5 or not, but so far we've got 9 out of 10 people say that they're going to put $5 in. And that means that the winner gets all, the, uh, pretty much gets all the money, um, but the second place gets their money back. So right now, winner gets 40 and the Second place gets five. So big money around the table here. Oh, yeah. If Spencer does put in the $5, it goes up to 45 for the winner, just for everyone to know. Quick math. Yeah. Look, uh, look at that. Chris Godwin goes to. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Can we just look at – does someone have uh, Gabe's team? Because Godwin, I think, is going to be his flux. Yeah, it looks like he's got uh, Godwin on his flex. He's got Calvin Ridley, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, Kyle Pitts, Josh Allen. His team is amazing right now. He he must have studied this draft very well because this is a very heavy wide receiver draft, um, and he did not overreact to a lot of the wide receivers who were kind of enticing to some of the other teams, and I think that's paying off. I don't think Cooper Cup's going to pay off for him, though. I think Cooper is a bench player. And he's way too highly valued. I think that's. I think Robert Woods is the clear wide receiver one in that offense. He's the best weapon. Be interesting to see uh, what Spencer does here. Ah, Spencer oh, the Phoenix guy, Chase Edmonds. Wow, uh, he's he's really going with the Homer picks, but they're not bad picks either. I'll give him that. He's got Patty Mahomes as one of his keepers and Hopkins. He's got Najee, J.K., and Miles, which we talked about earlier. But now he has two wide receivers, one being Hopkins and the other being Sir Drops a lot. And he's already building his bench up with Chase Edmonds. He's really going with the young running backs. Maybe he's leaving himself some flexibility for if he does lose that week one to pick up whoever's the hottest running back in fantasy after week one. I don't think that a lot of us or any of us are really thinking about after that first week. Who are the James Robinsons that pop up after, you know, someone goes down? What happens yeah. if Caffrey goes down? You know, who is the hot guy? I got my man that I have been waiting the entire draft for. I'm so pumped. Wow. Uh, just to let everyone know, uh, David took Noah Fant, um, and then uh, Jake took Mike Davis. Let me let me talk about Mike Davis. And shout out to the uh, Ringer Network fantasy football podcast that I've been listening to nonstop at work. Mike Funk Davis was awesome in replacement last year with uh, Christian McCaffrey out. So Mike Davis was like a top five running back for like the back half of the season. And this year he has no competition on a decent O-line Falcons team. Uh, The competition he has is like Cordell Patterson and then some random rookie. I think Mike Davis, being a veteran, is going to be very smart. I know that's a pass-heavy offense, but I think he's got some really, really good upside, so I'm super happy real, about the pick. Real quick, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Javante Williams? 
Um, I'm not really high on him, but I think Jake is, right? Yeah, I'm pretty high on him. I got him queued right now, so if, somebody, if nobody takes him, I'll definitely take him. I think uh, you got an injury-prone Melvin Ingram, um, or Melvin Gordon in front of him, excuse me, and uh, you got a QB controversy in Denver, so I think uh, Javante Williams is going to get a lot of uh, a lot of reps, but that's a good pick there, Johnny. Johnny picked up T. Higgins, probably the wide receiver one for Joe Burrow. Um, if you guys don't know, Jamar Chase was their um, rookie they took this year over uh, C. Walsh, one of the best um, basically, uh, one of the best prospects at O-line we've seen in a decade or so. But uh, Jamar Chase has been awful in camp this year. He missed three passes on three targets from the, the quarterback, uh, Joe Burrow, in the preseason game the other day. Um, but that's a good pick. Colton. Jumping into some quarterbacks, um, Colton just picked up Dak Prescott, injury prone. Not sure if he's even going to play the first few games of the season. Colton, what are your, uh, what are your Oh, wow. Well, he goes back to back quarterbacks. Wow. Yeah. And you so, know, I, just to let everyone know, I was the one that put, uh, Colton on the bandwagon for the second quarterback, but go ahead, Colton. Why back to back quarterbacks? What's yeah, so, Back to back quarterbacks, I am very confident in Dak's health this year. Um, but I don't like any quarterbacks after Stafford besides Ryan. Um, and I don't like Tom Brady this year, even though he's got a lot of weapons. Uh, you know, I'm worried that he's going to fall for an injury. Tannehill's maybe due for some regression. I don't like Joe Burrow. I don't like Tua. I don't really like Trevor either. And I'm going to need a backup quarterback at some point. And I think Jalen Hurts, if anybody has the potential to be the sleeper pick a quarterback, it's him. And I need an insurance policy for Dak just in case. So I, I think Dak could be number one quarterback this year. I also think Dak could die. Not literally, but like fantasy football metaphor, die. Yeah, he's got, he's got so, a nice, that's for sure. I, Look at all the wide receivers that are still on the board and are not being taken. I know that I can get some guys a little bit later on if I'm patient, and I would not recommend anybody do back-to-back quarterbacks. But what do you guys think? A, what do you guys think of Kenny Galladay? Uh, he shouldn't think, still be up there. Yeah, I think I think he's definitely worth taking. He's been he's missed a lot of games the last couple of years, but he's a good target. It's a good pickup, Johnny. Yeah, he's my fourth quarterback or fourth uh, wide receiver right now. Um, I have C or I have AJ Brown, C D Lamb, T. Higgins, and uh Kenny K. Oh my god. Oh wow. The Bucks defense. Also let's just uh talk about uh um Grant having both um Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Yeah, I I think it's there's some teams that are still not pick quarterbacks. No! That's part of the reason why I went back to back. No, David took Matthew Stafford. That was my MVP candidate. <laughs> I kind of wanted to create a disruption with my picks as well and make people uh, worry about quarterbacks. Um, now I'm worried. So it's all part of the master plan. But, I mean, there's still two good quarterbacks on there, in my opinion. I think Tannehill and Ryan are pretty good options for a starting quarterback. Oh, I wanted Matthew Stafford. I've been oh, I should have took him, but I guess, but I got greedy and took running back, running back. Dang. Okay. Nobody take Ryan Tannehill. Johnny, have you taken a quarterback yet? 
Yeah, I took uh, Kyler Murray. Okay, good. Don't don't take. Uh... Dang, Spitzer got Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster now. He's got two Pittsburgh wide receivers. He must be high on that offense. I, I don't know because he also has Najee Harris, so he must be thinking about trading someone early in the season, possibly. Maybe he's just taking who he thinks is the best available. Sometimes you want to pick guys that maybe you can package a little bit later on in the season, guys that maybe you're not in love with but you know someone else will really like, and you hope that that asset kind of builds up and you trade them for a star, uh, maybe a star that's kind of not doing well in the season. You, you have to kind of also think about what's happening in the future, but I'm not a huge Juju fan. I don't know if any of us are really big Juju fans, are we? No, I'm not really. Um, one thing I will say, though, is that you shouldn't draft – to try to trade, you should just draft to draft because a lot of times when you try to draft to trade, um, a lot of people uh, don't value that position as much as you. I remember one year I got three quarterbacks thinking that I could maybe trade a quarterback to a team, but no one wanted to trade that, and I just kind of wasted a draft pick on that second, that third quarterback. Yeah, the quarterbacks are really a hard position to trade. Um so it's always good to make sure you're getting the guy that you're confident in. Um, when it comes to running backs and wide receivers, it, they're much more volatile. People loved, especially the running backs, where it seems like the the position's always so depleted and top heavy every year. Um, Dang, Ravens just got taken. Yeah, there's some really interesting strategies. I, I had a feeling this would happen that some positions would get taken earlier than you would think, and it's leaving a bunch of really great players up on the board still. Um, the fact that we've got guys like Cortland Sutton, Odo Beckham Jr., Jamar Chase, Will Fuller, Gallup, Cooks. I mean, these are guys that I think are wide receiver threes at the, at the very, very base level. Right now, I haven't found my uh, running back three yet, but um... – it looks like a lot of people uh, are taking running backs pretty early. It's, uh, I mean, the best one I can see here is maybe Raheem Mozart, but I don't know if I even want to take him because he has the same bye week as Kamara. But he just got taken just as I was talking about that. Also, it uh, looks like Spencer took Jamar Chase, uh, his LSU boy. Not a bad pick at all. I'm no. curious to see what Jake's going to do here with his pick. I can see the sweat is coming down. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I like Corden Sutton just because they have K.J. Hambler, Noah Font, the two running backs in the backfield. They have some good – Jerry Judy is going to have a – I don't think Corden Sutton's number one anymore. I'm kind of leading to OBJ. I think he's had a lot of bad seasons. I think this year – might be the one he uh, turns around. What do you guys think? You think? Uh, yeah, I do OBJ like that. Like that. Uh, that's a tough one. I mean, Gallup is pretty good too, but uh, I do think OBJ is underrated. I think that I think he has. Uh, I think he has wide receiver one upside almost. I mean, who else is on that team that's going to take it away? Uh, Jarvis Landry, is that it? Austin Hooper. I don't know who else. So, uh, Ronald Jones goes off the board. I think that's a steal. I think you could have got him a lot later. Um, I needed to draft quarterback, and I didn't. 
What am I thinking, boys? Tannehill went off the board, but I think Matt Ryan is going to be your sleeper. I mean, people are going to say he's a QB2 now that Julio's gone, and I think that's kind of stupid. I mean, I think he's certainly – I would take him over the three in front of them, Burrow to um, Trevor Lawrence, honestly. Matt, Matt Ryan is criminally underrated, in my opinion. Yeah, I I also like Trevor Lawrence. Baker Mayfield, honestly, not bad. I think he proved himself in the playoffs last year. But I'm I almost want to take a rookie. I almost want to just wait and just take Zach Wilson with my last pick. I don't know. All right. Well, here we go. Kind of went with the bold one with Devontae Smith. Um, I do have uh, five wide receivers right now, so um, putting myself in a position with a lot of receivers. Um, looks like Steelers went off, uh, Melvin Gordon and Cortland Sun. Can you tell us a yeah. little bit about those two picks, Cole? Yeah, I'm going full in on two Broncos. Um Although Melvin Gordon is definitely an injury-prone running back, if he doesn't get injured, he's going to be a steal for my third running back. He was a guy who was producing as a top-14 running back for a good amount of the season before he had some injury problems and problems with the law as well, which it happens sometimes. Um, and Cortland Sutton was a guy, you know, I had had, I had last season um, coming into this – actually, it was my other league – um, and I was really excited to have him. I lost him, and, and in my opinion, he he's a top guy in Denver, even though Hamler is very talented. Judy is the most talented wide receiver in that offense. But, you know, with Drew Locke being a little inconsistent, I think Cortland Sutton is going to be his go-to guy, and I think Sutton is really going to surprise people. I uh, ended up taking Zach Moss. I feel like um, it was him or uh, A.J. Dillon, and I just felt like uh, Moss has uh, more of a chance to maybe become the RB1 in Buffalo than uh, Dillon does uh, in Green Bay. Um, Looks like uh, Patriots also went off the board, as well as uh, Debo Samuel. Um, And uh, Jake taking Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I had to get to uh, QB, just advice. He was my 13th uh, ranked quarterback that I wanted, so not bad. I think he's got a lot of weapons. Uh, James Connerson helped him out, but I think I waited a little bit too long. I wanted Matthew Stafford. Um, Matthew Stafford, if you're out there and you could draft Matthew Stafford right now, draft him, please. I think I might have waited a little too long on my running backs, uh Zach Moss is my third, but when I have a lot of good um, receivers, uh, don't really need that third guy unless it's for the bye week, you know? Yeah, totally get that. Um, and there's going to be a lot of, again, waiver wire movement that first week. You almost want to lose that first week to get that number one waiver wire selection because usually you can get a really, really solid guy, but you also don't want to draft to lose. So there's a lot of balance there. I guess talking a little bit about my team, I've pretty much gotten every guy that I wanted at my selection. Luckily, I've had a few guys drop to me. Um, I have taken some guys. Actually, I have a lot of guys who have some injury history. Every guy except McLaurin has had some injury history. Dak, CMC, Nixon, Adams, 
Mark Andrews just had cramps. Adam Thielen, uh, he gets broken a little bit. And Melvin Gordon and Cortland Sutton. So I don't know how I'm feeling about having all those broken guys. Um, but I'm drafting for upside, not for safety. Spencer just takes the number one rated kicker off the board, Harrison Bucker. Only missed two field goals last year. Uh, only missed two extra points. That's a that's a great pick. Um, maybe a little bit early, but yeah, I had him last year, and uh, he was very solid for me. But he wasn't surprisingly he wasn't the best uh, kicker in the um, scoring. Um, I believe uh, the dude from Miami. It wasn't he number one and. Uh, um, also, uh, Koo, uh, Young Ho Koo. Yeah. When you're, uh, <laughs> Young Way Koo? Spencer just texted us and said, I just panicked. I picked Bucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he, the kicker train. Yeah. You started the kicker train. That's, uh, pretty funny. Jake, you gonna follow that? Oh, absolutely. Not. I just got my other biggest sleeper of the draft, Corey Davis. Um, of the 20 targets in um, the last Jets preseason game, 10 of them went to Corey Davis. I think uh, along with uh, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis has a lot of upside if um, Zach Wilson can become uh, a really, really good quarterback. But I think Corey Davis is his number one option uh, as I kind of – um, took from that preseason game. So if you're needing a late-round sleeper, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, great picks. I believe both are still on the board. Um, Matt Gay and Brandon McManus also were taken off, so I think Spencer started the kicker train. Uh, but I ended up uh, taking A.J. Dillon. Uh, I needed another uh, running back, and even though he is the backup to – um, Aaron Jones, I do feel like he does get um, doesn't get some catches too, so he's able to get some points. Yeah, you got to remember on. Um, I think a good lesson from my draft is that I went really deep on most of my players, and they're really really good, but I missed out on a lot of. Yep, Colton just took my player, Young Hoku, gone. Uh, but I missed out on a lot of like I could have had a really good defense, a really good kicker, a really good quarterback, but instead I went. Three or four too deep, maybe on my bench. Like I have Odell Beckham Jr. on my bench, uh, so I'm not even going to be able to use him, even if I wanted to, unless I want to put him over Justin Jefferson and Robert Woods. So definitely don't draft too deep. Get the guys you need to fill your roster uh, and then start filling that bench. So that's a mess up on my on my part. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just to talk about a couple of the picks that I just made, um, I did go. With Michael Thomas for one of my picks, I plan on putting him in my injured reserve and picking up another player. So I think that will really help me out at the beginning of the year. I think he's a wide receiver one when he comes that. Um, and then Young Wei Koo is my favorite kicker. I think he's the best kicker in the league. He not only has efficiency, but he has power. Um, he's the best in my opinion. I think he's even better than Justin Tucker. Uh, the only problem with Young Way Koo, and I think the reason why he was so low um, on the draft board, is because everyone's a little bit concerned about the Atlanta uh, Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, that's the right team. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons offense. I think Matt Ryan is still going to have an even better season than he had last year. And Koo just knows how to convert from deep. Um, pause. 
Will uh, took Kenyon Drake after uh, Colton took those two guys. Um, I did go with Jason Sanders. That was the Miami kicker. That was number one last year. Um, he was – I probably could have gone with the Giants kicker, um, but I do think Jason Sanders is a solid dude, and Miami's also a good team. Could potentially get um, – I don't think they'll win the division, but they could get one of the wild card spots. Um, and then uh, Hollywood Brown got taken um, after – me um and then Jarvis Landry um Jake uh his fantasy team is called the Washington Fantasy uh football team and he just took the Washington football team defense so that's a solid pick uh for Jake um Mike Williams um Spencer took uh Martin Jones um and then LaVisca Chenault Jr. was taken by Connor yeah, that's that rookie wide receiver I think is going to get a lot of looks, but that's a competitive uh, wide receiver group in Jacksonville, all really young besides Marvin Jones, so it'll be cool to see what they do. Yeah, it's crazy that uh, DJ Shark is still available. Yeah, I, I think they said that they're going to be like his number one receiver, so, I mean, that's that's quite interesting that he's still on the board. It is, in a way. Um especially with Travis staying out, and, you know, that means that there's more catches available. I think what maybe some people are thinking is Chenault and Marvin Jones Jr. might present a little bit of a threat. But, I mean, that's no different than a lot of the other offenses, you know. That's no that's, that's no different than, you know, even, gosh, any, any offense is going to have a lot of good, like the Jets. You, sometimes you just have to choose a guy if you're talented, like your Corey Davises and your Elijah Moores, and trust that they're going to beat out other guys. Um, and I guess going on to the topic of kickers again, one thing I always like to look at when I'm drafting kickers is I'm always looking at their offense. I'm thinking, how many times do I think that offense is going to get into the red zone? And how many times are they going to get across the 50-yard line? Because you want – I mean, when you have a kicker, you want that offense to get right into the 40, uh, 35-yard line, and you want them to go three and out at that point so that your kicker can get a little bit of a deeper kick and they can get a little bit more points. And that's why Koo was so successful last year is because the Atlanta Falcons sucked when it came to getting into the red zone. Looks like um, – so. After Chenault, it was Curtis Samuel, and then uh, the kicker of Graham Gano, um, Matt Prater. Um, and then Spencer just took the tight end I was looking at, Mike Gesicki. Um, David took the Bills. And, uh, wow, yeah, Jake took the guy that I was looking at, Marquez uh, Callaway. Yeah, he's going to be the uh, number one receiver for the Saints, supposedly. Um until Michael Thomas is back, like, late, mid-late season. So that's uh, – I think it's a really good pick for me. Um, but, yeah, if they, if you guys are still looking at a tight end or want to back up tight end, I'll tell you what, Tyler Higgy of the Los Angeles Rams was going to be my sleeper um, tight end pick. So if you're needing a late-round wide receiver, Tyler Higgy's a great pick. Obviously, there's a ton of weapons um, on that offense already, but – Matt Stafford uh, is known to pick up those big guys um, down the field, in the middle of the field. So Tyler Higby is a solid tight end, um, like I said, if you're if you're looking for one late round or one to put on your bench. 
Um, Jamal Williams uh, was taken after Callaway and then uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, and then I ended up taking Irv Smith Jr. I think he's uh, a good, maybe not a starter tight end, but definitely a sleeper. I have him as my backup because I do have uh, Darren Waller. Um, and then uh, Will took Rob Gronkowski, which I do like Rob Gronkowski as well. Looks like uh, Colton took James Conner and the Rams. Want to talk a little about that, Colton? Yeah, James Conner is too well in the draft, and I don't think Chase Edmonds should be nearly as high as he is. I think it's a little, little absurd that the, the guy who's, you know, the, the scat back, Edmonds, is higher than the, you know, the bell cow running back. I, I've never really seen something like that, um, not in a long time since I've started doing fantasy. So I think James Conner is a steal there that can kind of plug and play, similar to Melvin Gordon in that they're both risks. They both get injured a lot. Um, and that's the theme of my team, you know. I'm, I'm playing with fire here. But Rams defense is one of the most solid defenses you can get. One of my two sleeper defenses. The other one I will not say because, uh, you know, strategy. Not that I'm going to pick up another defense like this. I could say I guess the Colts is probably going to be a, a very, uh, very good sleeper pick. There's no reason they should be as low as they are. Um, but I wanted the Rams because I can trust Aaron Donald. I can trust Jalen Ramsey, and I think that defense is underrated um, in terms of fantasy. Looks like uh, Will took Matt Ryan, and then I took Tua. Um, I needed a backup uh, QB for Kyler Murray. Um, I was trying to look at the schedule, and Tua, um, they're playing the Panthers, which um, I thought that Tua might be able to – do well during that week 12 when Tyler has a bye. So that's why I did that one. So how many more picks do you all have? I have two more picks. Two more picks, yeah. I still have to get a defense and then one other position. I got um, three more. I got kicker and then two bench players, and I got them all lined up, so hopefully they go my way. Perfect. Since you guys both have taken defenses, um, who do you think I should uh, look for? I think, like, the Browns or Colts are pretty solid. Um, Why are they putting the Broncos so high? Broncos drafted defense the last few years, uh, so that's probably why they're so high on it right now. Yeah, there's there's an expected jump, but I'm never – I'm not a huge fan of when there's a big expected jump. I kind of like the zag where there's some zigging, and I would go with the Colts, honestly. I'd go with the Browns before the Broncos, and I'd even go with the Vikings before the Broncos. Yeah. I'd go with the Browns. Um, that actually was going to be my defensive pick. I think they have a lot of good cornerback um, safeties, but also that, that front line is hard to beat, especially the edge rushers with Miles Garrett and uh, – Hopefully, Colton's favorite player, uh, Jadavion Clowney, can uh, turn around, <laughs> turn around in the Browns. But uh, I think those are my my top two picks. Pretty good. Clowney is a clown. That man will literally just eat up money, and he won't eat up space, which should be the other way around. But I think the Browns still have a really talented defense. Um, they've got the names. Um, I still like the Colts a little bit better because of their pedigree. I think there's a little bit of an overreaction with how much they've dropped in, in the rankings. 
Um, and the Colts have never been a high-scoring offense, um, which is really good for defense because it means you're less likely to give up a bunch of yards and touchdowns. Maybe people are thinking that they're not going to get as many touchdowns and interceptions and fumbles, but I disagree. I think they're still a very, very solid defense. And if you're looking to draft defense late, you've got to go with the Colts. So after I took Tua, um, DJ Chark did go off the board. Uh, Grant took him. Austin Hooper um, and Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby went to Jake. Uh, I'm going to say other names, but then we'll ask Jake why he took uh, Higby. But Michael Carter, David Johnson, Nahim Hines, and then Cole Beasley. And J.D. McKissick also t- got taken. Uh, but Jake, uh, what was your thought on Higby? Yeah, um, like I said, Higby is a great late round wide receiver. Uh, TJ Hawkins is actually kind of injury prone. That's my tight end one right now. So I picked up Tyler Higby to, to back him up, uh, because I think he's going to be a solid, solid guy, especially in the red zone. Um, I think he's pretty tall and pretty strong compared to some of the wide receivers they have. So I'm looking for him to be a, a good, uh, red zone target, uh, with Matthew Stafford taking the helm. I really think the Rams can uh, win the Super Bowl this year if they can get out of the really, really competitive division. So, But, uh, yeah, that was kind of my thoughts on Tyler Higby. It looks like Henry Ruggs uh, is off the board, which is a, a great pick. Um, and then Spencer takes the Cardinals defense, which looked really good versus the Chiefs uh, last Friday. Um, kind of held Patrick Mahomes up, so with the addition of some of the uh, Justin Simmons and some of the uh, rookies that they have on that team. Uh, I think that's a good pick by Spencer, but I think he reached a little bit, just in my opinion. Um, I do know that I think he did take the Steelers, possibly, so that was the backup uh, um, defense. So, goaded. Um, David did take uh, Eric Ebron. Um, ooh. Jake just took Justin Fields now. I, uh, yeah. I know Colton about that. hates Yeah, I'll talk about it. Uh, Colton hates him, but I think he's got a ton of upside um, this year, especially if he takes over the spot for Andy Dalton. He's got a faster 40 time than his number one receiver, Allen Robinson. So he's got the rushing yard potential that's going to give him more fantasy points. Um, he's got great targets in Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney. Um, that's what I was going to say. If you guys need a wide receiver for your bench, Darnell Mooney was my other late, late sleeper. Uh, I think he's going to be wide receiver too, kind of um, fast, speedy guy that they need. So if you need a uh, wide receiver, if he's still available, pick him up. Uh, but, yeah, I I think Justin Fields, I got him early because I didn't know if anybody else was going to get quarterback, but same thing. If Trevor, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't work out, I have Justin Fields because I think he's eventually going to be starter. But I got two rookie QBs. Uh, definitely don't recommend it, but I can always pick up, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick off the waiver wires if I need to, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, not really sure how I feel about Jake's quarterback picks. I think they're very risky, and this is coming from a risky drafter. I think Trevor. I mean, I mean, if if you're going to pick a rookie quarterback, I mean, you can't get better than Trevor Lawrence in any year. Um, I don't think Fields is going to see the field the entire year. That's my prediction. But if he sees the field, maybe he he definitely he's got the speed. So yeah. uh, he could absolutely make me eat my words, and I wouldn't be surprised. And I would absolutely applaud Jake for having massive courage. 
Yeah, just a, I did my own rankings. I had Trevor Lawrence at the 13th best overall quarterback and Justin Fields at the 15th overall quarterback. Um, and that's just based on some research from some different websites and um, some of the um, podcasts and stuff I listen to. So, yeah, that's, uh, again, shout out to uh, the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Guys are goaded. Danny Kelly, Craig Horlbeck, Danny Heifetz. Go to listen to it. Question for you guys. Um, right now, I do have four uh, running backs, but um, I already have Zach Moss. Do you think that there's any advantage for taking Devin uh, Singletary, or should I just go ahead and take a? Because I could have both of the Buffalo dudes see who goes off. Yes, you need to do that. All right, just did it. Um, you did it. So. I took the Colts defense, uh, Will took Ryan Stuckup, um, and then Colton took Trey Sermon and Tyrell Williams. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Um, T.Y. Hilton was taken from Will. I took Devin Singletary, um, Philip Lindsay, Paris Campbell, and then uh, Jake takes Tyler Bass and Daniel Jones off the board. But uh, Colton, can you tell us a little bit why um, – you did those picks of uh, Sermon and Tyler Williams? Yeah, so Sermon is in a crowded backfield. He might not see much time at all this season. But if you remember the San Francisco 49ers backfield last year, it was a train wreck because it was basically like a revolving door of different running backs. Now, he's got Wayne Gallman, Mostert, and uh, Jermichael Hasty, I believe, in front of him. But he is a very talented back. I think he's someone who is a great handcuff. And then Tyrell Williams is the number one wide receiver on the Detroit Lions. And that's a great last pick to get a number one guy in offense. Um, so, yeah. Sounds good. Um, and then um, after Tyler Bass, uh, the guys that were taken were Daniel Jones, Ben Osberger, uh, Jared Goff, and James White to uh, finish out our draft. Now let's uh, look at ESPN rankings of who they thought think are the best. Um, looks like um, Colton, you got the number one team, and I got the number two team. Um, Will, three, Cole, four, Gabe, five, Connor, six, Spencer, seven, um, is uh, Jake, are you golf ball? Yeah, I changed the name. My you number eight. Name. You're number eight, and then David uh, number nine, and Grant number ten. You know, after looking at those rankings, uh, I actually uh, didn't think my. Uh, I guess my wide receivers and tight ends were pretty high, but uh, I didn't really like my uh, running back, so I was pretty uh, surprised getting number two on that. But Colton with the number one. How are you feeling, Colin? Yeah, I feel good. I think I got the guys I wanted in my spots early. I knew I was going to have to be aggressive in this draft because there are some very aggressive drafters picking quarterbacks early. I wanted to throw things through a loop by getting two quarterbacks early because based off of kind of how I was seeing guys, I wasn't really liking the, quarter, the, the rookie quarterbacks besides Trevor Lawrence. I think he's got immense talent. But the other two after him, I didn't want to take that risk later on in the draft. Um, and overall, I feel comfortable with my team. I'm surprised. I'd, once we go through you two's teams, I want to go through um, 
Gabe Wolf's team because I thought he was going to be number one. But, yeah, y'all do a little bit of breakdown of what you all thought, um, who you really liked getting at what spots. So I really liked my two keepers, um, Alvin Kamara and A.J. Brown. I felt like those guys um, maybe aren't, like, the best at those positions, but they were safe picks. Um, but um, getting Darren Waller, he's uh, one of the um, – I think main three tight ends that's like really good that could get you uh double digit points every week. Um that's with uh Kelsey at number one and uh I think Waller two and Kittle three. Um but I do like my wide receiver core and I also do like getting the two uh running backs from Buffalo because um it's a, there's a potential that one of them goes off and that I could have the handcuff as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty strong. I like Tyler Murray, quarterback, um, wide receiver strong, tight end strong. Um, running back uh, is a little bit uh, – I think that's my problem. But I do like my uh, kicker and defense as well. Jake? Yeah, so this year I did a lot of research. Um, but I think I did too much maybe and just overthunk – like over, over to this draft. Um, I – Actually, overall, really, really like my team. Uh, like I said earlier, I think I took quarterback way too late. That's uh, where I'm getting a huge um, dip in rankings for number eight out of ten. Uh, but otherwise, I think I have a really, really deep team. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter uh, in fantasy. So if people are looking to get trades, um, I definitely have the guys. I mean, especially wide receiver. I have Justin Jefferson, Robert Woods, Brandon Ayuk, Odell Beckham Jr., Corey Davis, um, Marquez. Callaway, um, all of which I think are wide receiver ones on their team. Um, so that's insane. Uh, and then running back, I'm also very deep. I have Antonio Gibson, Clyde Edward Delaire, uh, Mike Davis, and Javante Williams. Three out of four of those guys are RB1s with Javante Williams sharing carries with uh, Melvin Gordon, which I think at the end of the year, hopefully it's just uh, Javante Williams taking the snaps. Uh, being that rookie, but I think I have a really, really deep team, uh, but I think what's going to happen is it just depends on uh, whether Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields pan out, but other than that, I could start making some really, really good trades and getting rid of people like uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and um, maybe even uh, Mike Davis, because I think he's got a lot of upside, but yeah, I actually really like my team, so we'll see if I uh, do as bad as I did last year. But congrats on your rankings, guys. Thank you. Um, do we want to go real quick into the wide receivers and tight ends top of um, of each position real quick? We don't have to um, talk about each position. No, let's just uh, – let's. I mean, we can dissect some of these other people's teams. Uh, I think we can start off with Gage. Actually, let's start off with Spencer's. Kind of talk over his team because he isn't here. Um, and then we will go from there. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Looking at Spencer's, uh, I do like his running back uh, core. Um, and Harris, uh, Dobbins, and Edmonds. Oh, and also Sanderson is that one. And David Johnson. Uh, yep. I'm not huge on David Johnson, but, uh, um, yeah, that's uh, also a good pick, too. He did ha- – uh looks like Spencer did take three quarterbacks. 
Oh, and he didn't take a Steelers. I thought he did, but he does three quarterbacks? Yep. Yep. Joe Burrow, Big Ben, and Patrick Mahomes. Interesting. Yeah, if you're going to keep Patrick Mahomes, so this is for if you're in a keeper league, I would not recommend drafting more than one more quarterback, and I would wait till the end of the draft. When you're keeping a quarterback of that caliber, I just don't see a reason to get such a high-end quarterback, unless you think that Mahomes is going to have injury problems again. And I just haven't seen enough injuries from him to think he's injury-prone. And I know Jake is a Chiefs fan. I bet he would agree with me on that. I don't think he's injury-prone. Yeah, even if, like, he got that uh, uh, knee injury, came back in, like, three games, the turf toe, like, it was, like, one game. I mean, I mean, it was, like, a quarter, and he was fine. Of course, he got, like, two weeks off before the AFC Championship or whatever. But, yeah, I don't think he's injury-prone. Um but, yeah, Spencer's draft is very, very – I mean, I, I like it. Uh, I think he could have got tied in a little bit early instead of taking uh, a couple of these guys. But the fact he has Najee Harris, J.K. Dobbins, and Miles Sanders – Miles Sanders as his flex is insane. So, shout out to Spencer because that's an insane pick that, Mar- uh, that he fell to him. I think that's really good. Right now I'm looking at uh, Gabe's team, and I think his starting lineup is, like, pretty solid, but I'm not a big fan of the bench as much. And that might be why ESPN kind of hurt Gabe in a way. Um, He does have Chubb, Elliott, um, Calvin Ridley, Cooper Cub, Chris Godwin, Kyle Pitts, Josh Allen, which is a pretty solid starting but um, looking at his bench with Miles Gaskin, Tyler Boyd, Dallas Goder, so on, I don't think those are as strong picks. Um, what do you guys think? I love his draft. Um, I think he took a lot of guys that I really liked from last year, uh, Josh Allen being one of the main guys. Gaskin on his bench is ridiculous. And I think Cooper Cup. I don't know. I'm not high on Cooper Cup, but honestly, Gabe's team is looking like one of the best. It, it really is from the running backs. I'm high on Zeke this year with Dak back. Um, Kyle Pitts is a huge question mark, but he's got Goddard, Goddard um, as his backup. J.D. McKissick is one of the best receiving backs in the game uh, behind Antonio Gibson, although Gibson is, could possibly be running back number one after the season. He could be the top-rated running back. Gibson could also get injured. He could also fall into a slump. Or McKissick will continue his role from last year, getting more catches. So Gabe is one of the best teams, in my opinion. Um, top down, I, I can't believe he got the starting lineup he got. Yeah, I agree. I think it's pretty uh, pretty deep, and he also didn't uh, wait too long to get defense and uh, quarterback, too, I think. I mean, the Rams defense is like the number two rated defense. And then Josh Allen obviously being um, a top three quarterback and not number three. So it's pretty uh pretty good draft. I think I don't really like Nick Chubb a ton. Like, he's a, he's a good running back. Um, but I think Kareem Hunt takes a lot from him. So I think he's going to get a lot of output. But I don't think it's going to be as good as Zeke. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. I almost say... Um, 
No, I won't say that. I was going to say Miles Gaskin over Nick Chubb, but that's just insane because Nick Chubb is probably the best rusher, uh, like, by himself in the league, maybe behind Derrick Henry. So um, I, I really like his draft, and J.D. McKissick's got a lot of upside, uh, stealing uh, third down, uh, like third and tens from Antonio Gibson for for sure, like Colton said. So he draft Gabriel. The other thing that I think too that might have hurt him uh, is um, he doesn't have a backup QB. So uh, I guess he's going with uh, Allen and then hoping he can stream a quarterback just in that week. Yeah, that that might be because ESPN does like a well-rounded uh, draft. They like you know. You picking guys at certain positions, certain times, so I can definitely see that. But um, any other teams we want to dissect, gentlemen? I was uh, maybe thinking about Will's team just because he was around uh, me and Colton and uh, just trying to see um, maybe some guys that we might have uh, missed out on or uh, see how he did. Um, I do like... um, his Tyreek Hill and Dalvin Cook picks. Um, he did take James Robinson. Uh, I was going to try to take him, but uh, he grabbed him before I could. Um, but I do like the Mike Evans, uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, don't really like his tight end as much, but uh, it is what it is. Um, yeah. uh, real quick here, I'm going to go off on a tangent because we got – uh, a couple fan things I need to take care of before we uh, dissect a little bit more. So we had our uh, number one podcast fan. Uh, shout out to Mr. Eric. Can we get some snaps for Eric? Yes. And I asked Eric, um, I said, Eric, question for you. Who is one player you're staying away from in fantasy drafts and who is your sleeper? And this was his answer. He said, I'm absolutely staying away from Michael Thomas. Snaps. Yeah. Sorry, Colton. I know you drafted him. He says, the injuries last year and questionables this year don't sit well with him. And I, he doesn't think he's going to return to his 2019 form this year. Um, and he says he's actually, which I agree with, although I took Marcus Callaway really late. He said he's actually going to stay away from the Saints pass catchers this year uh, with Taysom Hill or James Winston throwing. And his uh, sleeper is the Washington football team tight end, Logan Thomas, which actually went super early compared to some of the other tight ends like TJ Hawkinson, Mark Andrews, um, even Kyle Pitts. I don't remember exactly who took him, but he went super early in our draft. Um, and Eric is really looking for some Fitz magic to, become, to come back uh, to Washington football team this year. Um, so he's down on Michael Thomas, and he's sleeping on Logan uh, Logan Thomas. So he's he's a big friend of the Thomas guys, I guess. So shout out to Eric. Um, and then one last thing, because he just asked uh, who he needs a team name for his uh, fantasy league, right? So I, I got some for you. He got Golf Ball for Jared Goff, uh, Baskin Robinson for Allen Robinson, King of the Hill for Tyree Kill, Hooked on a Thielen, Adam Thielen, uh, this one's not appropriate. CD's nuts. Um, got him. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins. You got I Hopkins. Um, you could do Super Lamario. Um, let's see here. You guys got any other ones that are uh, work appropriate? 
Uh, Kittle cooked for George Kittle, like the, the chips. Uh, Darnold Duck, maybe. Yeah, those are pretty pretty dang solid names. I, as of now, am going with my team being the injured reserve list, um, considering that all of my players have been broken at some point. I like it. Um, that might change, though. You got, uh, I got a couple more for you, Eric. Red Solo Cup, and these are for anybody, I guess, that needs uh, a team. Red Solo Cup, Golden Tate Warriors. Uh, you got Drake and Josh, King and Drake and um, Jacob – Josh Jacobs. Um, let's see here. You got uh, Turn Down for Watt. Always a good one. Um, Ayuk. Kidding me? I might have to pick that one up. Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver for the 49ers. Um, I think that I think that's all I got. But yeah, there's some uh, work appropriate fantasy football names. Actually, I got Dalvin and the Chipmunks. Uh, how I met Kath, your mother. That's pretty good. And, uh, to the window, to the waller. So I just gave you like 30 team names. You gotta have at least one of those players. Um, so there you go. There's a work appropriate team name. Beautiful. All right. I, I think that should probably cap off our podcast. We're coming up on two hours here. So we got a very, very productive podcast here. Um, Final thoughts from anybody before we end the podcast. Yeah, I just want to say real quick, if you have any uh, questions about who you should draft in the next couple weeks before the season starts, just add us on Twitter. Uh, We'll be responding to those uh, very actively. Uh, And also just let us know maybe some other things that you want to hear as far as sports, um, as we even get close to the NBA season starting uh, and stuff like that. So in the NHL season here in late September, um, early October. So, just let us know. Uh, be active on our social media so we can hear from you. Um, and we want to help you guys out as much as we can, especially in uh, fantasy football drafts the next week. That's all I got. I don't have anything. I'm done. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to our podcast. Um, this marks episode three for us for the Force and Sports podcast. Again, hit us up on social media for some sports. It's F-O-R. S-O-M-E, sports, all one word. And we look forward to having you all next week once hopefully Spencer makes his grand return. All right.